But uh, welcome to our Friday YouTube Bible study. I have uh, Sue Hasselbring here with me today. We're going to talk about uh, talking to Muslims about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me start with a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for our faith in Christ and for your love for us in Christ. And uh, we pray that uh, that would flow out of us and uh, reach to other people, especially in this case, uh, Muslim people. We pray that they would come to know Jesus and believe in him just as we have come to know and believe. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let me start, Sue, by kind of introducing you a little bit. Okay. I've known you a long time, but I didn't know you when you first came here. You were a chemistry teacher. Right. At Metro East Lutheran High School. When, when did that start? That was 1986. 1986. Two years so I taught there. Two years, and that's when I was serving in Nebraska. And mm -hmm. then I came out here in in uh, 91. And by that time, you had moved on to Lutheran Bible Translators. Right, and okay. I was in Africa at that time. And you worked in Botswana. Where else mm -hmm. did you work in Africa? Um, I was in Sierra Leone for a while okay. and um, Liberia just for a very short time. Liberia, okay. Yeah. And then from there, you went to... Wycliffe, is right. that right? Or, well, you got your doctorate right. in between there in linguistics, right? right. At mm -hmm. the University uh, in of South Africa South in Pretoria. Africa, in Pretoria. Okay. Right. And then, actually, SIL International invited me to come and work in Asia. Work in Asia. Okay. So, so you have, I always have told people that if I ever had to travel around the world, <laughs> I, I would feel really comfortable if Sue Hasselbring was with me because I don't think. You could you could you could figure about anything out when it comes to languages and how to get through this gate or how to get onto that plane or boat <laughs> or whatever you need to do. So you've got a lot of experiences with working with uh, uh, people around the world. Yes. So God yeah. has opened lots of doors. Yeah. And uh, tell tell a little bit about what you're working on right now. Then you're kind of in your sort of fourth right. phase here. So, yeah. So right now I'm working with International Student Ministry okay. as the ministry catalyst, encouraging um, congregations across the U.S. to reach out intentionally to international students studying on college campuses, mm -hmm. um, university campuses, as well as international scholars who are doing research or visiting professor. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, that's, that's a part-time role that I have as ministry catalyst. And then I also have many um, friends who are Muslim that I'm visiting and engaging with mm -hmm. um, here in the St. Louis area. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about talking to Muslims about Jesus. And I'm going to start by giving you a little, uh, this actually happened to me uh, in my neighborhood. When mm -hmm. I first, I, we moved a few years ago, and uh, I kind of feel bad about this now, but in my neighborhood... I noticed that there was a young couple from the Middle East, mm -hmm. okay? They, they were on my, I commute on my bike a lot. Okay. So <laughs> I, uh, I would see them, and I just never did anything. Mm -hmm. I, I never stopped mm -hmm. to talk to them or anything like that. And uh, I thought, that I should, I should, well, I should go meet all my neighbors, mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. And I didn't do that. But let's say I did, mm -hmm. okay, and yeah. they, they're Muslims. Take it from there. Right. What, what would you suggest for somebody? Let, they've got a Muslim, right. it looks like maybe yeah. a Muslim family moved right. into their neighborhood. Right. Well, I would go and introduce myself to them and then ask them about their family, ask them, you know, about, yeah, just normal things that you would mm -hmm. talk to anyone about. Um, and... Just see where it goes from there. Um, one thing that, you know, I've had people say, but 
what would I say? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what do you say, what to, do you anybody? say to anybody? Right. <laughs> Ask them how their children are. Ask them about their parents, about their brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. They love to tell stories about their family members, and they have amazing stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we yeah. like to hear stories. That's you right. Know? I yes. love to. So, right. Yeah. And, and so listen well and, and learn about their family if they express anything. Well, and another thing with a, a family from the Middle East, it's always really good to, um, to express thanksgiving to God for any good thing that they say to mm-hmm. you. And, um, and so, you know, praise be to God mm-hmm. is, a very, is a very common expression among Muslims. Okay. And if we Christians, as they're telling us a story about something good that's that happened, easy thing you could to say, say praise be to God. For that, yeah. It, right. It connects it with them, you mm-hmm. know, and we're acknowledging that God has given them those good things that have happened to them, which is mm-hmm. true. God mm-hmm. gives good gifts to causes, all good gifts come from God, exactly. right? Exactly. Causes his rain to shine on right. everybody. On everyone, yeah. right. And his so, rain to fall. Right, <laughs> to fall. Right. His, his sun to shine. His sun to shine, right. <laughs> um, there's actually three phrases that Muslims use a lot that... Okay acknowledge God's role and mm-hmm. that, that Christians believe the same thing. Um, one is praise be to God. Another is if God wills. When they talk about the future, they'll say, yeah. see you next week if God wills. Uh, yeah. um, inshallah is the phrase in Arabic. Mm-hmm. And of course, we can just say, yeah. you know, I look forward to seeing you again if God wills. Yeah. And that acknowledges that we don't control the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what James tells us to say, right? right? He right. says, don't say next year. But yeah. Americans, one, one, one problem with American culture is yeah. that, you know, we, Americans talk as if we can control everything in our future. Right. And that's really that would, a non-Christian. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I remember when I was at the seminary, they always used the Latin phrase, Deo Valente. Deo right. Valente. Right. Yeah, we're right. going to have a test next Friday. Deo Valente. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, and that's great, and yeah. we should be saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will make Muslims say, wow, this person respects God, realizes that God mm-hmm. is active in this world, and what they see in a lot of American culture is that God seems to be absent yeah. from everything we, we think and talk about. It's a about. big problem, isn't it? Let's see, you had a third phrase, right? Right, yeah, yeah. and that's, um, may God's peace be upon you. Uh, peace, yeah. Right. Um, so wishing God's peace or praying for God's peace to mm-hmm. be upon them. Um, sometimes they say this when they enter a home. Uh-huh. Um, if someone's ill, then it's, mm-hmm. it's good to say, may God's peace be upon them. Yeah. Um, and, and this is something that Jesus tells us to say. In fact, I was you know, just mentioning to you before we mm-hmm. started about um, Luke chapter 10, where Jesus sends out the 72. Is it okay if I yeah, read that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him two by two into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. 
heal the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Um, so you see the, uh, the peace mm -hmm, right. uh, and the hospitality. The hospitity and, and Muslim people. And receiving the hospitality. Receiving, too. yes. Would and be not a good idea to, oh, I don't, I don't, maybe they cooked it wrong or something like exactly. that. Exactly. I don't want to, don't do that. Right. right. It's a real humil and and everyone I know who has tasted Muslim, you mm -hmm. know, food from Muslim cultures. And of course, there's quite a variety of different, mm -hmm. um, yeah, foods of, of different Muslim cultures, but people are like, wow, that's so delicious. Oh, yeah. You know, I, um, I, when I was in Israel, mm. we stayed at uh, several Muslim, Muslim hotels. Right. Uh, Muslim uh -huh. managed Palestinian, hotel, Palestinian yeah. hotels. Right. Mm -hmm. And their salads, that's uh, oh, yeah. a whole nother world that Americans, when you think of salad, we think of lettuce. Right. When they think of salad, they think of all sorts of vegetables. That's right, you know, yes. And, and different dressings and seasonings. And, right. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's, it's amazing food. Um, so, of course, one thing that can feel a bit awkward for us is very often we would like to show hospitality back. Mm -hmm. And one area where Muslims will often, not all, will mm -hmm. be quite hesitant is to come and eat in mm -hmm. a Christian family's home. Because some of them, and, and of course the how strict they, they follow the different right. guidelines depends how long they've been in the U.S., what their background mm -hmm. is, whether they're more of a, a secular or a, a religious person. Mm -hmm. Because some people say, well, yeah, I'm a Muslim. In, in one country in Asia where I was, I was talking to the taxi driver, and he said, oh, well, I'm half and half. Um, <laughs> he had been smoking a cigarette. And, mm -hmm. right, and he right. said, you know, when I go to the mosque, then, then I, I don't smoke and I don't drink. But otherwise, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, different ones follow those, those regulations, but we should be respectful and careful yeah. as far as, because even if, so it's very interesting. A friend of mine had um, wanted to take a gift to a, a family mm -hmm. and um, bought some, some meat. And at first he, he was just, you know, he didn't realize that he needed to look for the halal label on it. Right, right. Because just because it's beef or just because it's lamb doesn't mean mm -hmm. that the strictest of Muslims can, yeah. can eat it. I heard of a Muslim man that converted to the Christian faith, and he mentioned something as innocent as, like, jello. Right. Because jello could have pork. Right, because the gelatin. Things. The gelatin right. could be made from pork. You've got to check those things out. That's know? right, and yeah. it's very hard to know. And mm -hmm. so they actually have apps on their phones. Wow, okay. That they can scan something, and then... It tells them it's okay. Right. Huh. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, you just have to be careful about it, and I guess uh, apologize if you make a mistake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, so giving gifts of fruit is a very good thing for easy. us to do, mm -hmm. and that that works. Um, yeah. That works very well. So you, uh, so going back to my neighbor now and my neighbor. Right. Your neighbor. Right. Is, is Muslim. Yeah. Actually, they've moved, so okay. I, I can't do this Follow with this up, particular right. family, mm -hmm. but, uh, well, but yeah, I mean, just keep talking to them, keep right. uh, developing friendship with them, mm -hmm. and, and then... And if they uh, welcome you into their home, by mm -hmm. all means, go mm -hmm. and spend time in their home with their family, 
you know, find out how their kids are doing in school. Mm -hmm. If they've been here a while and if the parents, you know, are university educated, then usually mm -hmm. the kids are, you know, have, have learned English very well. Of course, right. there are many recent um, Muslim background immigrants now in, mm -hmm. in the U.S. And they may want someone to help tutor their kids. Uh -huh. And yeah. this is a gracious way that we can, you know, serve yeah, a family. That would be a very good uh, gift for them or a good... Uh, Right. Thing that you could provide for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, just, um, yeah, reading with them, doing flashcards mm -hmm. with them. If sometimes one spouse speaks English better than the other, and so mm -hmm. helping with English. So this is something that happened when I was in Asia. There was uh -huh. a, a Muslim family that I met, and I met the husband first. So this is, okay, so another thing to be men careful with about. Women, you got to be careful it, with Right, that, it yeah. should be men with men and women with women. Mm -hmm. um, that's always the best. Mm -hmm. um, once a woman is over 55, it's more okay for her to talk to either men or women. Okay. But an older man is not okay. Okay. Um, the older men have to be very careful um, yeah, and any man should be very careful as they visit mm -hmm. and only um, primarily speak to the man mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, say thank you perhaps to the wife if she brings something in, but not even compliment her because... Yes, or anything like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was, at, I was at a conference recently and there was a, a, a gentleman who had been who had served in Afghanistan for mm -hmm. a number of years. So he was sharing mm -hmm. with our group, you know, as part I was having kind of a, a conversational mm -hmm. um, presentation about, you know, how do we share? And he said, yes, if a man compliments some other man's wife, mm -hmm. those are fighting words. Oh, wow. Because you're basically <laughs> expressing an inappropriate interest mm -hmm. in his wife, mm -hmm. which would be considered to make making a sexual advance towards her. Right, right. Which, of course, would be like, no way, I'm just yeah. like... so it's they're be nice, yeah. Right, but, yeah. but no, there are cultural things, or we have to be... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to be aware enough to, to be careful. So men to men, women to women. So anyway, coming back to this family, the husband had... Um, someone had given him a track about Jesus mm -hmm. um, when he was actually in a country closer to the Middle East before he got to, to Southeast Asia. And he received this track, but he put it away and kept it. He didn't read it because Muslims are taught that Christians and Jews have corrupted God's word. Right. So he was very hesitant to read it until Jesus appeared to him in a dream. And they respect the prophet Jesus. They mm -hmm. believe that he is one of the prophets sent by God, right. that he was miraculously born of Mary, that he spoke God's word. Um, that he ascended into heaven as mm -hmm. well. I mean, there's, um, so all of this they believe. So Jesus appears to him in a dream, holding out a tract to him, saying, hmm. why haven't you read what you've been given? I want wow. you to know who I am. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when Jesus appeared to Saul mm -hmm. on the road to Damascus. And so he got out the track and he started reading it. And he was well on his way to, um, well, I, I believe that he was already, had, had saving faith in Jesus Christ by the time I met him. Mm -hmm. But then when his wife came and joined him, and the first one she heard, mm -hmm. she's like, no, that's wrong. And he started right off talking to her about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And wow, 
he mm-hmm. you know got a lot of really strong feedback so then i said well can i can i visit your wife oh yeah come to our home you know so i started visiting her and i just started off you know offering to teach her english mm-hmm. and then i bought an easy reading english bible cuz i thought that would be something that she knows some of those stories mm-hmm. and so reading something cuz we were using children's books and of course yeah. You know, she would rather mm-hmm. study English from the Bible. So, mm-hmm. so it was a very easy reading English Bible, the contemporary English version right. that's written like at a fourth grade level. Mm-hmm. So we were reading that together, and we started from Genesis. And as we read everything, she was like, oh, yes, 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 that's true. Oh, yes, 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 that's true. And I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't say to her, your husband said you were really resistant. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um, no, so we just kept going. And... Um, as we went further on, she fell in love with God's Word, mm-hmm. you know, as we were reading. And she, she would read, you know, well, so then she found out that we had a Bible in her own language, that her mm-hmm. husband's Bible was actually a bilingual one. Well, every time I came, mm-hmm. she had she had marked 12 places that, you know, wow. 8 to 12 places that she wanted to ask me questions about. Mm-hmm. Um you know, which showed the Holy Spirit was working in her life. And that's wow. what God says, right? So mm-hmm. so pointing them to God's word and, so you know. Gently, somebody broke the ice with him a little bit by giving him, him a that track. Right. Yeah. That, that's always the, that's kind of a critical point, it isn't is. it? When right. do you do that? When do you try to do that? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I have thought about that a lot and I, I guess that's something definitely you would want to pray about. Should I? Should I? Right. Should I bring up Jesus to this person mm-hmm. at this point in our relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, ho- ho- hopefully, it might naturally come up right. that they might right. ask you. Right. And one of the most common questions that a Muslim will ask a Christian is, "How do Christians pray?" Yeah. Okay. So Muslims have, they have quite very strict kind of rules, and they can vary a lot. Right. Yes. Person to person or Muslim group to Muslim group. Right. But they have, you know, strict rules about that and they want to know, well, how do Christians pray? Mm -hmm. So what do we say? Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of our natural response would be, well, we can talk to God anytime, anyplace, Mm -hmm. which isn't very satisfactory for them. Um, They and if we're looking for ways of continuing to engage and pointing them to God's word, I feel that a much better answer, which is also very true, is that, well, we pray some of the Psalms of David. Mm -hmm. Now, why do I say Psalms of David instead of just some of the Psalms? Well, in the Quran, it is mentioned that if they have any questions about the Quran, Mm -hmm. they should read the writings of Moses, the Mm -hmm. Psalms of David, the writings of the prophets, Mm -hmm. and the Injil of Jesus. Okay. Um, So... What are the writings of Moses? There's no book of the Bible called the writings of Moses. What what is that? Mm -hmm. Well, those are the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. In in German, they're even named Moses Moses 1, 2, 3, 3, 4, and 5, right? And so that's that's great, you know. Um, what, What is the Injil of Jesus? Well, so we're not sure what Muhammad meant when he said the Injil of Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, Most of the time it gets translated the Gospel of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well... What is the gospel of Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is another place where I feel that our, our Bible translations in English have really let us down. The older translations, what did they say? 
Ah, this one even says it. It says the gospel according to Mark. Sometimes you won't even just see. Say Mark. It'll right. just say Mark. But this mm -hmm. one at least says the gospel according to Mark. Mm -hmm. I would like it much better if it said the gospel of Jesus Christ yeah. according to Mark. Mm -hmm. Because that's exactly how the gospel of Mark starts out. In the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into quoting the prophet Isaiah. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, you know, we've got what we've got. And mm -hmm. so... The Injil of Jesus may refer to the whole New Testament. It mm -hmm. might refer just to the Gospels. Mm -hmm. um, many Muslims think that it refers to a writing that was written by Jesus. Okay, that would make sense. They would, right. a prophet. Because cause Moses wrote and, yeah. and David wrote. I yeah. mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, we can just explain to them that, that the you know, this is... But it's much better to start with the writings of Moses and mm -hmm. the Psalms of David. So what Psalm of David do we pray? Going back to how do we pray, we pray some of the Psalms of David. Yeah. Psalm 23. Yeah. Psalm 51. Psalm, every Sunday, yeah. right? We mm -hmm. pray Psalm 51 together when we say, Create in me mm -hmm. a clean heart, O God. Yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of their, we forget, and this is sort of a, a weakness sometimes in our prayer life. Mm. They pray... When they're praying, a lot of times they're they're quoting right passages from the Quran. That's right. Where and they don't have as much. I don't think the the um, most of the time supplication they're... type of prayers that we pray. Right. But sometimes that's all we do, mm. and that's not a really good prayer life. No. You know, give me, give me, give me. Right. But our prayer life should be more of. Uh, I've always tried to teach people your best prayer book is the Bible. That's right. Start with the Bible mm -hmm. and, a, and, and just read a passage or say passages from memory mm -hmm. and then build your prayer on top of that. That's right. And yes. if you do that kind of prayer, that will lead them. That's what they're really asking. Right. They want to know. They wanna, right. They, if just... you just tell them, I, I ask God for things, that, that's... <laughs> Not gonna probably. Go that very won't far impress with them. them very yeah. far. No. Yeah. Um, so the other prayer, of course, that I that it's good to mention. I mean, mentioning the Psalms of David, mm -hmm. and if, and then you know you can even pause there mm -hmm. because on your phone, then you can get out you know Psalm fifty one, right, and show that to them, or you can say, mm -hmm. well, one of them is create in me a clean heart, oh God. We all mm -hmm. have that memorized, so yeah. we can, and that's an excellent prayer yeah. that many of them can can relate to. The other prayer, of course is the prayer that the prophet Isa taught mm -hmm. us to pray. Now, why do I say the prophet Isa? I'm trying, there's three things that I think are so important for us to remember as mm -hmm. we engage with people of other cultures. Um, one is commonality, that mm -hmm. we start with what is common and that we don't jump to the things that are different. Mm -hmm. Americans tend to be that way, right? Mm -hmm. We just want to... How are we different, first off? First off. Right, yeah, yeah. and that doesn't build a relationship, mm -hmm. and it takes a relationship of trust mm -hmm. for, for us to gain that opportunity to share more deeply. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but so by calling Jesus the prophet, is Jesus a prophet? Mm-hmm, yeah. He's a prophet, prophet priest, and king. king. That's right. right. So we, it's okay for us to refer to the prophet Jesus mm -hmm. um, or even the prophet Esau. Most of them know that, you know, that we're referring um, mm -hmm. yeah, to who they call. And, and, of course, you know, what are the other names of Jesus? In Spanish, mm -hmm. it's Jesus. And mm -hmm. in German, it's what? Um, Jesu. Yeah? yeah? Jesu, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, right. So 
and the Arabic Bible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, right, so this is another question um, that, that's so surprising to many Muslims. When Arabs, Arabic-speaking Christians pray to God, what name do they use for God? Allah. Yes. Yeah, Allah. Yeah, yes. That's, that, that's a pre-Muslim name. It is, uh, right. It God. is, right. right. And, I mean, yeah, so, so much of what, you know, and this is, this is a really interesting thing. When I think about, when I think about Muhammad, um, he spoke very strongly against polytheism, mm -hmm. against, you know, idol worship. Right. He was quite concerned that Christians were praying to Mary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In fact, the Quran. That the Trinity, right? Yeah. Father, in fact, he was confused, right? Because he mm -hmm. thought that Christians prayed to God the Father, God the Son, and and Mary, mm -hmm. um, which is not, um, yeah, that's not the Trinity. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, so so a lot of Muslims are very surprised, and we're like, no, mm -hmm. we. Um, but anyway, so starting with what is common. And then building from there. So starting with Genesis, because that's mm -hmm. something in common. And then praying that they'll fall in love with the Word of God. Now we can also buy them a Bible in their own language and give it to them as mm -hmm. a gift. Here's another thing. Muslims are very, very respectful of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. What shelf do they right, place the Quran on? Be up on the highest shelf. That's right. right. It should be on the highest shelf. And nothing should go, go on, on top, top of, of it. it. Mm -hmm. And if you're having a Bible study and you're all sitting in a circle in a living room and then it's time for snacks, where would you Ooh, never don't put... Don't put your Coke on, on your Bible. Don't put your Coke on the Bible. <laughs> don't lay your Bible on the floor. On the floor, no. Yeah. Um, they often have, right? So, so this little, is something... cradles that you know, they put their Quran That's in, right? right. They've got this stand that mm -hmm. they keep... Um, and I've seen some Christians that have their Bible on a stand like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with having your Bible on a stand. It's not mm -hmm. required. Mm -hmm. And so this is a difference. You know, is God angry with us if we put the, the Bible on the floor? Well, no. Mm -hmm. But if we're trying to build a relationship of trust with Muslims and get them mm -hmm. to, to read God's Word and to seek Christians as people that they want to learn more about, then mm -hmm. everything we can do that will not, right, there, there's all, um, Paul writes about not causing offense to the weaker brother. Right. right. And, and that's talking about, of course, people who are already believers. But mm -hmm. it also applies whenever we work cross-culturally. Mm -hmm. We want to be sensitive to, yeah. to things, and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with doing it. Anytime you can avoid an obstacle or That's a right. pothole or something, uh, try to avoid that. That's I suppose sometimes it's going to happen. Oh, right, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, you'll just have to work through that with right. apologies or whatever and, uh, yeah. and press on, I think. Persist right. in mm. the relationship. And, uh, right. And then, and then yeah, and, and I would really say, too, uh, I would say that my... My thought would be that, that when you can start getting them into the Bible, um, you know, that's probably when you're going to start. Because I think, you know, many Christians have, I keep telling my congregation, you know, we don't really understand how beautiful this is. And I'd like to, I mean, Moses would be envious. Oh. This is the guy that put ten <laughs> plagues on Egypt. Right. And yet, I think he would trade all of that in a minute. 
to, right. to have this. Right. We have more in our hands than, than the apostles mm. had That's in right. many ways. I mm. mean, even Paul and Peter, right. they had the direct inspiration of the Lord, of course. Right. But uh, I don't know that Peter had everything that Paul had wrote yet, you know. Right. But we do. Right. And John and Peter and, and yeah. Paul. And then plus we have add technology to it. And That's we right. can look things up. So never underestimate how good it is to have the Bible. And, uh, and so, you know, that sh you know, should be a, a very important part of your life. Right. So that they could see that in you. Right. I know, I, I remember one time uh, <clears throat> I saw a video of um, uh, who was the, the, the guy behind 9-11. I can't think of his oh, name. Um, um, Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. Right. You know, and uh, saw a video. They were hiking through some trails in Afghanistan, and and at a certain time, he just got on his knees and started praying. Right. You know, and I thought, no, well, there's a guy that takes his faith seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and uh, they they should see that kind of same seriousness in the way we right live our faith. Too. Yes. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot that mm -hmm. that we do that seems very. Um, immodest mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. Too um, casual. Right, yeah. too casual, right. So, um, yeah, so I always wear long slacks when I mm -hmm. go and visit because, mm -hmm. well, yeah, most of the time I, I, I never wear shorts. Mm -hmm. um, just because, for you know, if the husband is home, right. it would not be appropriate yeah, for yeah. me to be... Yeah. Yeah, so it's a small thing for me to sacrifice for, for the sake of... You know. Now, I know you've worked with a family from Yemen. Mm -hmm. uh, t tell us, how, how does it move from, okay, they're reading the Bible now, do you invite them to a church? Do you connect them right. with a pastor? That's sort, yeah. of a, sort of another step that needs to happen, right? Right. And so this is something where it, um, yeah, so I just had this question come to me recently. There's someone from one Muslim country who is in, another Muslim country right now. He, he has been reading God's word. He would like to meet Christians. He feels that it's safer to do that in mm -hmm. a second country than in his own country. But he's a bit afraid to walk into a church because he doesn't know how he would be received. Mm -hmm. And so he's asked someone else who he knows is a believer mm -hmm. to try to find, who he knows isn't in that country, right? To right. try to find <laughs> some wow. believer who would... Sort of you know, shepherd them a little bit. Right, and yeah. let them know we would, you know, you would be welcome mm -hmm. in, in our church. I mean, in some of these countries where it's a majority Muslim country, mm -hmm. if others on the street see a Muslim walking into a mm -hmm. church building, mm -hmm. they may report the church mm -hmm. as, you know, proselytizing. Mm -hmm. They may begin to attack that mm -hmm. um, that Muslim person or family. I mean, there's... There's a variety of things that might happen, or, or maybe nothing would happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I have been working now um, through some of my social networks to try to get mm -hmm. the... Fr I, I don't know this person who's in the other country, but I know a f someone that mm -hmm. he's met through social media. You know, And it's mm -hmm. just amazing now with social media a whole that it's a lot easier to connect people. Yeah. Um, I do believe that it's usually best if some Christians can meet with them one-on-one -on -one in their home for probably for quite a while. It would probably be best, I would think, most of the time to say, well, 
you know, would you be interested in meeting my pastor and having the pastor mm-hmm. come and visit them in their own home? First, yeah. Because where do they feel the safest and most comfortable? Mm-hmm. Their home. Their yeah. own home is, is where, yeah. Yeah, that's their, their comfortable spot for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, I've had Christians who say to me, you go into the home of Muslims? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, well, aren't you a... Why would I be afraid? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if we think of the ones who have come here as refugees, mm-hmm. right? They've come to this country. I mean, the, the Afghans who have come right. here, they were, they were working side by side with, with, mm-hmm. the armed, with the U.S. armed forces, and right. they were thankful that they were there, yeah. and they were sad when they left, mm-hmm. you know? And so they, you know, they very... I mean, they don't like... Ever, Oh, my goodness, some of the questions that they'll ask as well. So that's the other thing is really, Mm -hmm. if you're going to visit them, know that they're going to ask you question after question Mm -hmm. after question about all sorts of things. Why do Americans allow a I heard that there was a parade here in St. Louis and people were naked on the street. Did that Mm -hmm. really happen? Mm -hmm. Why do Americans allow this, you know? And so what what should I say and how do I Mm -hmm. express that? And so I say, you know... Many Christians feel very sad that this sort of thing happens mm-hmm. as well, but it's a you know a free part, part of the part know, of being freedom the, means right. you gotta let people do some bad things. things. Sometimes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so trying to explain it in a way mm-hmm. that just not saying, well, that's just the way you know, or mm-hmm. or you better get used to the America. Well, mm-hmm. that's not pointing them towards right towards Jesus, yeah. and so but you know, sympathizing with. Their, their concerns are very good. I don't know, I think I've got off the tra- What What's next, right? Yeah. I so I think bringing a pastor... Bringing the pastor, that may lead them then to the church eventually. That's right. Yeah. And they may feel... I mean, some of them may be very eager to go to mm-hmm. a church. Now, I invited one family. Um, well, actually, it was three families that I took. There was a um, an outdoor pageant where they had camels and donkeys mm-hmm. at, for the nativity scene. Oh, wow. yeah. And so I explained to them what it would be and, you know, said, you know, would you like to go? Mm-hmm. And I asked, the, the men were working that day, so I asked the women, mm-hmm. I, asked, I asked the husbands before I mentioned it to the men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I asked the husband before I mentioned it to the, women, the wives. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, you can take them. Mm-hmm. So we went, um, and it was interesting. They, they were very, it was cold that day, and so we went in to just warm up a bit inside the building. I said, well, do you want to see the church? Mm-hmm. And the women were a bit hesitant. The kids were like, oh, wow. <laughs> but then once the kids got up in the front, then the women got out their phones and started taking photos of their kids with the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of an interesting yeah. Yeah, experience. So just... something like that when it's not a worship service. Mm-hmm. So they can see what the building's like. They can yeah. Maybe now too they would watch videos of right? the services mm-hmm. so they could see ahead of time. Oh, that's kind of what goes on there. Right. Yeah, it's all helpful. I think that's yeah. all good. But I think also you know a b- participating in a Bible study mm-hmm. may be a step before. That's true. A, a, coming a, to worship just, and meeting mm-hmm. more Christians than just you. Mm-hmm. So introducing them to. Other group. Christians, and then a home Bible study might yeah. feel more, more comfortable than. But it mm-hmm. it depends on the person. Some are very right. wanting to get. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, the one thing I I've heard people say too is, 
uh, it can take a long time. Right, it can. So that's something you finally come back to. You, you, right. you keep trying. You keep mm-hmm. going with the relationship, and you that's right. share Jesus as the mm-hmm. opportunities arise, and maybe nothing happens. Uh, I know for I, I would suspect if 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 they I know if somebody if a Muslim came to me and wanted to build a relationship and Mm -hmm. as soon as I said well I'm not really interested in Islam if they said forget you I'll never talk to you again right that's really going to convince me not to go that direction yeah so we have to be careful about that type of thing you know right I mean and that's what someone um with within international student ministry said to me well think of you know think of us you know how do people see us and our international student ministry group Mm -hmm. Are we more like Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons coming and knocking on the door? Mm-hmm. Or are we more like Jesus at the well with the Samaritan woman? Mm-hmm. And we'd all probably say, well, yeah, we'd like to be a lot more mm-hmm. like Jesus at the well with the Samaritan woman. Well, right. how did that start off? He asked for help from her, mm-hmm. right? And we're, we're back to this... Um, mm-hmm passage in Luke where it says, you know, don't take your money bag. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go to fix things for them. Mm-hmm. But German Lutherans, wow. I mean, if, if we can't fix something for anyone, why would we have a relationship with them? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> sometimes, you know, that's, but that puts us as this superior, mm-hmm. right? And that's where the three things that I, um, did I mention all three? I mentioned commonality, commonality. starting with what's in common. Mm-hmm. Then mutuality that this friendship should be a friendship of equals. Mm-hmm. We're not going in. Right. We're not their savior. Mm-hmm. We're not the one that's coming to fix their problems. We're engaging with them as a friend. Mm-hmm. And, and what does that mean? You know, and, and so this was something that was so beautiful, the one family. I had been mostly, um, so I met them on the street corner, you know, kind of like you when you said you passed by on the mm-hmm. other side. and you. So this um, mom and her two kids, Mm-hmm. We're, we're waiting for the summer school bus. Okay. And I was out for my morning walk, and I'm like, oh, I haven't exercised for a week. I, I just, I'm, I'll, I'll come out the same time tomorrow, and I'll talk to them then. Um, so I passed them by on the other side. I came back after I made my couple circuits in the cemetery and was walking back, and they were still there. Wow. And I thought, and I had seen at least four school buses go down the street, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Oh, what's wrong? Oh yeah. no!" You know, so so I stopped and I said, "Hi, my name's Sue. Do you guys live around here?" And I didn't start off mm-hmm. saying, "You know, why why are you still standing here?" Right, which mm-hmm. makes them sound like they've done something wrong. I just right. introduced myself in a friendly way, and the 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 daughter is the one who spoke because the mom didn't speak much English. And I think it was the second thing the daughter said to me. I know it was before we figured out the bus issue. Mm -hmm. She said, are you a teacher? Could you come to my house and teach my mom English? Wow. And I don't know, I can't remember now how the dialogue went and if the mom had said something to the daughter and, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was obviously a felt need. Yeah. Because the mom was really excited when she found out I was willing to do that. Wow. We got them on the they, you know, then we looked at the thing, oh, it says the southeast corner, you know, uh-huh. and we were on the southwest corner. And okay. so the bus was going by and the door was on the other side. And so we crossed the street and um, then the bus came and they got on the bus and off the kids went. 
and I had the mom's phone number by then. So that's another thing. I met another yeah. um, Muslim family in. I was in Walmart buying car seats because this first family wanted me to take mm-hmm. their two boys to a dentist appointment. Okay. The dad was at work. He didn't want to take a day off work. They were, you know, they were afraid if they rescheduled it on a day he was off that that would be how many months in the future. Right. So, you know, could you? Well, I needed car seats, and mm-hmm. so I was in Walmart, and this family walks up in Walmart, hmm. and. There was no one else, you know, there were no no assistants in that area. And so I just started talking to the couple about, well, you know, what, how old's your child and, mm-hmm. you know, what's important to you? And because I had checked with um, Kim mm-hmm. um, Stegman, she had, you know, they've sure got four the right, kids, right? That's right like, way. how do I buy a car seat? Because yeah. there's a lot of options out there. It's, it's a pretty complicated, it's almost yeah. as bad as buying a house. <laughs> um, not quite. So anyway, so I started helping them and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Well, then I turned to the wife and mm-hmm. I said, you know, would you, would you like my phone number? Mm-hmm. So I offered my phone number to her. Oh, yes. So, so then she texted me back right away mm-hmm. and then we had a connection. Yeah. Um, and, and then I was, you know, and she's the, the mom who eventually her son was, was going to have skull surgery. Mm-hmm. And so many, many of the women here at Good Shepherd have, have prayed for that family. Okay. Um, during that. But that's another thing. Very often, if we say, would you like me to pray for you? Mm-hmm. They're very open to that. Mm-hmm. It's something that we might feel hesitant about. Mm-hmm. you know. And we can say, would you like me to pray for you? And if they say yes, and you say, would, could I pray for you right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, you shouldn't just start praying for them out loud unless you clarify right. that. But, um, yeah. A and short prayer. they have been quite open mm-hmm. to... Um, being prayed for. And I've heard that this is true that many Muslims mm-hmm. and actually many people of many different religions mm-hmm. are are very positive about someone praying for them. Yeah. So um, yeah, pray God's blessing upon them. It's an pray, easy, uh, easy right? thing to do. I've heard of uh, evangelist ev- evangelism you know, methods where you might say that to a server in a restaurant. Right, you know, Can yes. I pray for anybody in your right. family I can pray for? Because sometimes they have big burdens That's that you right. don't know about. That's right, exactly. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So. Right, and offering, is there anyone in your family? I mean, mm-hmm. and so that's with a waiter that you don't even know mm-hmm. anything about them. Of course, with these families, you're going to be learning a lot mm-hmm. about them. Um, because, yeah, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, so we, we kind of talked about um, mm. just engaging them as people. Right, Talk, yes. and then uh, look to have a, a lasting relationship. Right. It takes time to do all of that, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, then I guess we, we look for the opportunity to show them our faith. Right. And maybe mm-hmm. explain to them at some point why Jesus is important to us. Right. And that will maybe lead them into the Bible. Mm-hmm. That may lead them into a Bible study. Right. <laughs> that may eventually lead them into meeting with a pastor. Right. And, you know, when we, as far as leading them to the Bible, I think, you know, this is something that a lot of us, um, well, my grandma used to do this. Every meal, they would open the Bible and they would read a chapter. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that it's, you know, it's something that I think we should be bold about with mm-hmm. Muslim friends that we have to say, have you ever read the writings of Moses? Mm-hmm. Would it be okay if we read a chapter together from the writings of Moses well, each usually, time I visit? Yeah, right. Yeah. At, not to teach, right? Mm-hmm. You just read it, and mm-hmm. then 
ask, you know, do you have any questions or, or what, what stood any out to you? thoughts about that? Right. Yeah. So, so it doesn't need to be a big thing, mm -hmm. but very, you know, and if they say, no, I'd rather not, well, that's, you mm -hmm. know, that's fine. But giving them a gift of a Bible can also yeah. be a very honoring thing to do for them. Um, you can look online, find mm -hmm. out what language they speak. Mm -hmm. Not all Muslims speak Arabic. Right. Um, there are Muslims from Indonesia who speak mm -hmm. Bahasa Indonesia and mm -hmm. Muslims from um, Iran and um, Afghanistan who speak mm -hmm. Farsi or Dari or... One um, thing I... I when we're talking about giving Bibles, we're pretty much talking about giving Bibles to people in America. Right. We might want to be careful if we're in the Middle East. That's right. Doing We wouldn't do that, I don't think, uh, wow. depending right. on what country you're in. That's right, that's mm -hmm. right. Um, yeah, it's... Don't give a Bible to somebody in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, right, <laughs> no. There's, and, and of course now, everyone, it's pretty easy to read the Bible on your phone as right, well. Right, right. Um, Although some of those um, web pages are blocked mm -hmm. in certain countries as mm -hmm. well, so I would imagine that would be a big challenge to keep them blocked all the time. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, and then there's also these reports of, uh, like you said, you mentioned the one person had a dream, and that's right? been something. Oh, there are lots a big deal of, about that right, right. now. In Iran, yeah. there's a lot of. I have an article here about Muslims mm -hmm. becoming Christians. Mm -hmm. and, in large numbers, yes. Large numbers in some of these countries. And, yes. And sometimes it is, uh, you know, related to dreams and things like that. Right. So never know who you might be talking to, what, what kind of dreams they have perhaps right. had. Mm. Uh, so, but... Uh, yeah, another thing is just, you know, with refugees who may not have a car or who may not mm -hmm. know, just... In inviting them, mm -hmm. saying, let's go to a park together. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, letting them know what the free museums are. Yeah, because there's a, and that gives us an opportunity. But the other thing is to look for opportunities to tell stories from the Bible. Mm -hmm. So to say something like, that reminds me of a time when David, mm -hmm. and then you just briefly tell mm -hmm. a story. Mm -hmm. um, and... That's something that I need to work on mm -hmm. as well. But I think that's another thing that shows mm -hmm. that these that these people of the Old Testament, whose names are familiar, they, they call David Daoud. They have mm -hmm. slightly different pronunciations mm -hmm. of the names. Um, but it shows that, you know, that we think about them, that what they did in their life applies to our life. Mm -hmm. And these are things that, so, you know, being, being ready with just brief stories about how God worked in different mm -hmm. people's lives can be um, a, very, a very good way of, yeah, sharing yeah. the truth. Well, I've got to get ready for a, a worship service yes. here, but any last things you want to share about uh, your talking to Jesus, talking to Muslims about Jesus? Jesus, yeah. Well, I think time, you know, and mm -hmm. you were mentioning that as well, that that it takes time. Mm -hmm. um, Americans, we, we say that we're time conscious, mm -hmm. but we're time conscious in a way that says, I've got a church service. I've got a, I've got mm -hmm. a, <laughs> <laughs> right? One thing starts and another thing stops. And for them, time with people mm -hmm. is so mm -hmm. important. So if I take, um, I took a, a Muslim friend of mine to, for, to have a blood draw done mm -hmm. at a lab. 
And when I dropped her off at home, she's like, come in for tea, come in for some food and some tea. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, no, 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 come in, you have to come in. Mm -hmm. And I, and you sometimes have to say no three times before wow. it, I mean, because to them, they really have to offer mm -hmm. at yeah. least three times or they haven't really, they haven't really offered. Yeah, they haven't yeah. been hospitable. So we should remember that about our hospitality too, mm -hmm. because they may politely say no. Yeah, but anyway, press them a little bit more. Yeah. But the other part is that they really do. I mean, it's so amazing. I'm I'm like part of their family. The one family says that I'm their parents' American grandma. <laughs> oh, wow. And then that. she told her father that, and her father said, "Tell her thank you for mm -hmm. being a grandparent to our." Wow. You know, and I think. Wow. Mm -hmm. But it's because I'm spending time. It's mm -hmm. not a mm -hmm. one hour by the clock sort of a thing mm -hmm. that says that I'm doing this because mm -hmm. it's something I've put in my schedule. No, they're a person in my life and mm -hmm. time with them is important. And so they value time mm -hmm. more than we do in some ways, mm -hmm. but, but in a, there's a different way of looking at it. It's sure. the difference between Kronos and Kairos, Kairos I think. Kairos, right, yeah. The, right. the opportune time versus the, the length of time. time. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. So... Well, I think I'll close with a little prayer. And mm -hmm. thanks, Sue, for sitting down to talk about this. And uh, we'll pray for your ministry mm -hmm. uh, with the International Student... Uh, let's see, it's titled International Inter Student Ministry, Inc. Right? Yes. And if mm -hmm. anybody's interested in that, then they can find it on the they internet. They can find it on the internet, ismink.org. There we go. All right, well, let's pray. Uh, Lord, thank you for this time. We've had to think about... Uh, the, the people of the Muslim world, and we pray for Sue's ministry to all different uh, students, uh, international students. Um, bless us in our friendships that we might be able to have with uh, Muslims or people of other world religions as well, and, and we pray that you would help us to have uh, show them the love of Jesus in our lives, and we pray that that would open doors for them to learn of Jesus in his word, and come to faith in Him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.